A reading from the book of the prophet Daniel. Lord, great and awesome God, you who keep your merciful covenant toward those who love you and observe your commandments. We have sinned, been wicked, and done evil. We have rebelled and departed from your commandments and your laws. We have not obeyed your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, our fathers, and all the people of the land. Justice, O Lord, is on your side. We are shamefaced even to this day. We, the men of Judah, the residents of Jerusalem, and all Israel near and far, and all the countries to which you have scattered them because of their treachery toward you. O Lord, we are shamefaced, like our kings, our princes, and our fathers, for having sinned against you. But yours, O Lord our God, are compassion and forgiveness. Yet we rebelled against you and paid no heed to your command, O Lord our God, to live by the law you gave us through your servants, the prophets. The word of the Lord. Lord, do not deal with us according to our sins. Remember not against us the iniquities of the past. May your compassion quickly come to us, for we are brought very low. Lord, Help us, O God, our Savior, because of the glory of your name. Deliver us and pardon our sins for your name's sake. Let the prisoners sighing come before you. With your great power, free those doomed to death. Then we, your people, and the sheep of your pasture will give thanks to you forever. Through all generations, we will declare your praise. Dominus Fabiscum. Lexio Sancti Evangelii Secundum Lucam. Jesus said to his disciples, Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure 
packed together, shaken down and overflowing, will be poured into your lap. For the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. Verbum Domini. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. We know about mercy because we first have received mercy. We've been recipients of God's mercy. We know first, however, in order to receive God's mercy, we have to recognize that we need his mercy. We recognize that we are sinners and that we've offended God. It's once we humble ourselves, we recognize our sinfulness, our need of mercy, and we repent that we open our hearts to receive God's mercy. We know that God is rich in mercy and he wants to bestow it upon us. He does so especially in the sacrament of confession. But we also have to have that interior disposition to receive his mercy. And when we receive God's abundant mercy, it's much easier to be merciful toward others. We become better equipped to intercede for others, to pray for them, to help them. And we see this in our first reading today and in the responsorial psalm. Daniel was inspired to compose a penitential prayer on behalf of the people of Judah and Israel. And the prayer humbly acknowledges their sinfulness and that they had brought the exile upon themselves due to their sins. And the prayer asked for God's mercy and his forgiveness. And the purpose of the exile was to purify them. So even God's punishment is for our benefit. He's always looking out for our good. Every act of his is done from love. But Daniel acknowledges their sinfulness in the prayer, saying, Lord, we have sinned. We've been wicked and done evil. We have rebelled and departed from your commandments and your laws. We have not obeyed your servants, the prophets. So it's recognizing their sinfulness, but he doesn't end with just that acknowledgement. He also recalls God's compassion and forgiveness. And he asks for the grace that the people may again live according to God's law. We need God's grace for everything. So Daniel was not only repentant of his own sins and his failings, but also acted mercifully by interceding on behalf of his people. Today's responsorial psalm is also a prayer pleading for God's mercy and for his forgiveness. The psalm was lamenting the destruction and the loss of life that surrounded the Babylonian conquest of Judah and Jerusalem in the year 586 B.C., The psalmist pleads with God on behalf of his suffering people. The psalmist, again, is very conscious of the sins of the people. And the suffering that they endured was due to their sinfulness. Therefore, he says in our psalm today, Remember not against us the iniquities of the past. May your compassion quickly come to us. Deliver us and pardon our sins for your name's sake. Know that God loves a humble and repentant heart. And he ends the psalm with a pledge that the people will praise and thank the Lord in answer to their prayers. You heard we, your people, will give thanks to you forever. And in addition to the command that our Lord gives today in the gospel to be merciful, our Lord also tells us in the gospel today that the measure with which you measure will in return be measured out to you. So to the degree that we are merciful, to the degree that we forgive others, that we are generous to others, 
in return, that will be measured back to us. And if that makes me uncomfortable to think that God will treat me as I treat others, then now's the time to really examine myself and how can I make changes in my interactions with others or how I react to others or how I judge others in my mind or my heart. You can also think of our Lord's words, unless you forgive, you will not be forgiven. So if I harden my heart toward another, my heart is likewise hardened to receive God's mercy, his grace for me. On the other hand, as we open our hearts to forgive others, our hearts are open to receive God's mercy, his forgiveness, his grace. We also hear in the gospel today, stop judging and you will not be judged. This does not mean that one will be exempt from the final judgment or the personal judgment, but rather that we will be treated with mercy, again, to the degree that we are merciful to others. Also, with regard to this command to stop judging, it's important to know that there is a distinction between making a judgment and judging the state of someone's soul, right? We can be confident in making an objective judgment about an action, even a moral action, externally. We see something that is wrong, we can say it's wrong, and we should feel no hesitancy to say that. But again, we do not know what's going on inside of another's heart, their intentions. Because this is important because there can be a fear that if we express disagreement with someone or their actions, that means that we are being judgmental. We're acting contrary to Christ's command here, but we are not. Again, there's nothing wrong with making an objective judgment about a moral action in itself. And to love someone doesn't mean that we have to agree with them in everything. To will the good of a person is to love them, desiring their good. And we know that what is their best good in mind is to get them to heaven, right? That they, re that they enjoy eternal life with God in heaven. So if we see someone doing something that is harmful to themselves, or especially to their souls, it is loving, it is a loving thing to speak to them, to try to help them. Of course, it's good to pray about how we can best address them. We should do it with humility and with prudence can ask the Holy Spirit for his guidance. And also he might consider how would I like to be approached if someone were to talk to me about something like this. Remember our Lord said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So the bottom line is we can make judgments about actions, even moral actions. And if again we love someone and we see them doing something that's dangerous to themselves or their souls, we want to help them. We want them to experience the joy and the peace that God's calling them to ultimately in heaven. But what we do not judge is the state of someone's soul before God. Because we know that when we judge, we judge based on external appearances, right? What we see externally. And we can very easily slip into condemning our neighbor's intentions. In fact, only God knows the intentions of our hearts. And how often, if we examine ourselves when we have made those rash judgments, how often are those judgments based on jealousy or self-woundedness? Self we can easily be blinded in our judgments. We think of our Lord's very strong words too when he said, why do you see the speck that's in your brother's eye but do not notice the log in your own eye? Right? We very easily overlook our own faults, our own failings. And in the seems like the, fault, the, the failings, the weaknesses of others are very prominent. But when we're tempted to despise or rash judge our neighbor and their intentions, we can call to mind the words of Christ that he gives us today. Stop judging and you will not be judged. 
or even as teaching as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Or even again, whatever you wish men would do to you, do so to them. And if we think about it, if we put ourselves in our neighbor's place, we might treat them differently. Right? How do I want to be treated by others? I certainly don't want to be rash judged by others. Again, God knows the intentions of our hearts. Another thing to consider is perhaps a person is truly, in the eyes of God, perhaps a person is truly doing a meritorious or virtuous act, and we get the sense that they're just drawing attention to themselves. They want others, they want me to think that they're holy by doing this, when in fact they are truly doing this out of the love of God. That's why we don't want to go into that. We can also consider in the light of today's gospel, why do I waste my time in judging the motives and intentions of others? Right? In the end, I'm going to be judged based on my life, on my intentions, on how I acted, how I lived my life, not on how others lived or what they did. So we thank God today for his abundant mercy, again, which he is always willing to give us if we humble ourselves, repent, and turn back to him. And we ask for that grace that we might, in turn, be merciful to others as he has been merciful to us.